0: Welcome to another episode of the Strong Family Project Podcast. I'm Joe, joined by Hi. Do your intro. I will
1: sometimes you say <laughs> something first. Welcome back to the Strong Family Project Podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment.
0: Hi. <laughs> yeah, left you hanging. Okay. I will,
1: sometimes you say things and then they're really good, so I was waiting patiently. For... <clears throat>
0: No, hopefully I have some things that are really decent on this episode because this is a 10-minute Tuesday. It was a recommended article that I saw on a phrase that this linguist from Columbia University on Bill Gates' podcast called, I think, Unconfused Me, says that should never be used. And it is grossly irresponsible to use this saying. I'm like, all right, I'm going to check it out because I'm invested in raising emotionally intelligent children and language and communication is a huge part of it. And I read the article, and then I was like, wow, I really disagree with this guy in this saying that he's picking a huge fight with. And so I'm going to present it to you today. And if you're watching on YouTube or if you get our emails from the strongfamilyproject.com, I want you to reply and give me your thoughts on the saying. Because when I read it, I thought, wow, this is just so far off base. However, when people speak from a position of authority, like a Columbia University, I, the title of the article was like Ivy League linguist says never use this saying and so they're framing him as a massive authority in this area and we are inclined to believe people that have these pedigrees and to a large extent i understand why because we don't want to evaluate everything every time because it makes our brains very tired and exhausted and so we look at to people of authority thinking that probably they know what they're saying. And then he's on an elevated platform with somebody else famous and he's saying this thing and he's hammering at home. Don't ever use this saying. And so we are, <clears throat> we tend to just believe it at face value. I read the article and I'm like, I use that saying a lot <laughs> and I completely disagree with what he is saying. So after all that banter, Mel, are you ready to get to the saying? Yes. It is what it is. That's simple that's the saying that he said never use because and here's the reasoning it's just like saying i don't care about your problems i think there's some serious context missing if someone says i have cancer and you say, it is what it is <laughs> maybe not then however <clears throat> if you're at a kid sporting event and the ref makes a bad call and the kid's getting all fired up hey sometimes it is what it is as in We don't have control over that thing that just happened. Let's refocus our efforts and energy on what we do have control over. And so we're not going to sit down and sit in emotions about something that we have no ability to fix. And sure, we can't fix the first example either, but there needs to be some more empathy in that example. When you're dealing with these small things that happen, sometimes it just is what it is. Let's get on to what we can actually fix and let's learn the emotional intelligence piece of not draining yourself and caring intensely about things that are completely 100 percent outside your control if you're outside it starts raining people are getting grumpy yeah it is what it is maybe we can go underneath the tree we start going right to solutions instead of dwelling on the problem like all right let's talk about how sad this rain makes us feel and then not do the thing that we want to do and that's what this person was suggesting now to the article's credit they provided a counterpoint after their clickbaity headline after what this guy said they, they they had another lady come on to the article and she said being able to identify what you can control is the key to resiliency and so while she would word it different she defended the saying so i am in that camp mel talk to me about how you feel emotionally about that <laughs> saying
1: I'm disappointed that somebody would say we shouldn't use it since our perspective on this is, like you said, finding what control you have. And I'm going to give a, an example from a children's book that just occurred to me because of what you said about rain. So, the elephant and piggy books are very popular, and there's one book where Piggy's getting ready to go outside and play all day in the rain or play all day in the sun and do all these fun things and as soon as she and her elephant friend Gerald open the door it's pouring and Piggy is completely beside herself she's crying she can't believe it this is terrible we can't do anything we want to do and then you come to the point in the story where they look outside and there's two little worms and they're like yay it's raining And they, all of a sudden the shift, the perspective shift goes from, this is a terrible thing to, wow, we can actually change our mindset and control this. We can actually go out and have fun. And then in a silly story, turns out they have a great time in the rain, stops raining. And then piggy's upset because now it's sunny again. Mm,
0: Got (laughs) to sit down and talk about that some more,
1: (laughs) but it's, (laughs) and then the cute thing is, because Gerald is such a good friend to Piggy, he like takes his elephant trunk and squirts water on her so it looks like it's still raining. But I bring that up because I think we, we get so stuck in wallowing in whatever the problem is. And if you say it is what it is, this article is saying, then it detracts from eating the person's feelings or the problem, and I think you can validate the feelings and problem but move to solution mode and it is what it is oftentimes allows you to pick out what are the pieces of this problem that I can't control like the call the ref made or it raining from it raining to what you can do about it to where your control is and a lot of times that is attitude How are you going to address the whole thing in the soccer field? Are you going to just be grumpy? Are you going to say, let's move on to the next part of the game and see what we can do now? Or maybe rain is awesome. Whenever I see Everett go jump in puddles and get all muddy, like he loves the fact that this happened. So I really think it is what it is. Helps to sort out in your mind, what can I control? What can I not control? There is room for validating feelings. And we have talked before about how oftentimes we get stuck in that for too long. And I don't think that's healthy.
0: I have two more points on it. This is a short episode and then I'll let you finish it up now because number context matters a ton. And I would think a Ivy League educated linguist knows this and it was probably just clickbaity that or for listens that they didn't bother explaining the full context of it. So yeah, there's probably times to use it, probably not times not to use it. I think the majority of the times it's okay if you have a relationship with that person. You're just not casually saying it to someone because I will use that saying with someone I care about more because I want to help them identify what the real problem is and then help them solve it. And so I when I say that to like my kids or to, to us when we're talking about something, sometimes it just is what it is so that we can switch over to something we can control and help each other with and move forward. And the second part of what I wanted to mention was can you imagine if you never thought it is what it is and you thought that all these things just happened and you wanted to put all your effort into trying to fix it from raining or fix a child's ref from making a bad call or anything like that and you're going to fail because you're trying to fight against something that we call the facts. This just happened and you put all your effort towards it and you fail at fixing and changing it, what does it do to your self-confidence, your accountability over things in your own life, and your perception of what you can actually do as a person because you're fighting battles you cannot win. And instead, I use that saying to redirect our energy and focus to things that we can influence and improve and solve. And so I encourage people to use that mindset of just saying, hey, let's give ourselves some freedom in this situation, some grace, It is what it is. Here's what we can do instead to improve it. And so those are my final two thoughts before I turn it over to Mel and the listeners to give me what their opinions are.
1: I I completely agree with what you said about you have to have a relationship with the person for it to matter. This isn't just like a rude thing you go out and say to anybody. So we obviously in this podcast are talking about strong families. We want to teach strong communication skills and problem solving skills. And I think this phrase is super helpful in that. Because I'd like to think that if there is an issue, that you can sit down with your child or between us as adults, and we can say, hey, we need to sort out the things that we can control, the things that we can't control. And it is what it is. It's been very powerful for me. I think you introduced me to it. and When I first heard it, I was like what do you mean? I don't like that phrase. You know what I mean? You're saying, I can't keep complaining about this thing, but at some point you're not going to make progress. If you just get, or are just stuck in complaining,
0: just because we don't like something doesn't mean it's not true. And I think that's powerful to teach just because we don't like the rain. doesn't mean the clouds are going to spread and the sun will come out for you. And I think that's an important piece of emotional resilience and overall gratitude to be thankful for the situations that we do have, and find the best in it, like in your pig and elephant story there, Mel. Exactly. I, have re- I have read that book to, to Everett, and he does <laughs> enjoy that one specific story a lot. So I'm looking for your feedback, either in the comments or reply to the email. When you use or when you hear the phrase, it is what it is, it, does it tend to be? context matters. But overall, does it tend to be moving things forward or are you using it to like cut someone off because you don't care about them? Let me know in the comments. Visit us at strongfamilyproject.com. We have some more freebies for you over there. And uh, we'll be back with a full episode on Thursday. Talk to you soon.